What's happening, guys? Is Indian Elvis? Indian Elvis. Indian Elvis. Yeah. Man, this is pretty cool. From West Memphis, Arkansas. So how? And we also have. Oh, well, introduce yourselves. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, we got Trisha back. Welcome back. I felt bad for you. I felt bad for you in the... Uh, I was feeling left out. Yeah. yeah. I was feeling sad. I was feeling like um, I was replaced. Like Russell's like, taking over, like just so you know. Chrissy on Three's Company or something. God! Whoa! <laughs> that was until you came and knocked on her door. <laughs> well, anyway, welcome back, Trisha. Thank yeah. you. We're Good glad you're back. back, man. It's, uh, yeah, you missed your... Uh, you're important member, important member of our team now. Yes, you, we yes, felt you are. we felt it. Thank you. you. Yeah. There, so it's, <laughs> I'm glad y'all are back over here too. Me Good too. Good to see you guys. Well, anyway, we have another guest, Cami um, <clears throat> Naylor here. I'm a part of Muskogee Creek Tribe. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> now I apologize because I don't know much about you, <laughs> but you look like a traveler. From what I've seen on your TikTok. Yeah, we were impressed oh, by your Do you travel so. a lot? Yeah, I like traveling. Really? Yeah. So, do you, is, I mean, like, okay, what do you do for work, though? Oh, I'm a litigation research specialist, but I'm new into that. And previously, okay. I was, like, not doing anything with my resume or anything that I went to college for, actually. Right. And then I quit my job, and I was like, I'm going to travel. And then I came back and um, decided that I really needed to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is a litigation? I just work for attorneys and do uh, their research work for um, anything that they might go to trial for. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So wait, now, just like the McGurk case and stuff like that, how does that, does uh, that even, well, that doesn't like any law or anything, does anybody even, I don't know, just all the big fancy yeah. words we know Fancy words, right we just know McGurk case. Fancy <laughs> words, big stuff, law <laughs> things. Is we, look, we just look go. at hashtags and we just... That's why we have you on here, to help yeah, us. Yeah, to teach. Okay, well, I am not an attorney, first of all. Right. Um, I right. do want to become one, um, but first I want to get my master's degree and then, like, do an environmental nonprofit work. I don't know, get some experience. That's what I'm doing right now. That's awesome. Yeah, um, but McGirt, it doesn't really necessarily fit into what I do, but um, that, like, going over that case and reviewing it is, I think it's very interesting in its own way. Um, it's brought it's shed a light on a lot of different things so. yeah i mean uh you guys are on the forefront of it right down here it's, yeah it's you guys sure. are ground zero of it and it's exciting to to watch from from an outside perspective like man you guys y'all guys got the football in this one <laughs> don't fumble that one yeah wait wait you sir um man i'm just a nobody i'm just a michael uh michael elvis uh, indian elvis fan yes so i just kind of Long for the ride and uh, God, just enjoying the the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. he's awesome. also a photographer, oh, yeah, and he's right. also um, in the process of writing a book. And I was telling him the correlation between you guys because um, a lot of what he does has to do with the Osage Nation. Oh yeah. 
So I've been working on different screenplays. Uh, about six years ago, I worked on the uh, Osage Murders, and I called it The Environment for Murder, and then I just finishing up on a screenplay and a stage play about Will Rogers' the last 24 hours of his life. And uh, then this book uh, is regarding, uh, before McGirt, was uh, William Hell versus the United States Supreme Court that dealt with the murder of Henry Rohn in 1923, and that's where all these uh, tribal cases come to establish what Indian country is, and they use that throughout the United States, even today, and that's 1923 case. So anyway, so that's my two cents for uh, conversation. Oh, well, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Oh, man, you got me. Yeah. You got me like, hey. <laughs> wow. Well, anyway, so how, how does Indian Elvis start? Like, how did it... Say, hey, I, I like Elvis, or is it, I just don't know how to. He's on a fry bread coma. Yeah. <laughs> God, I think everybody loves Elvis. Yeah. And especially Indian Elvis. You know, Michael, man, you've been doing this for how long? <clears throat> About 12 or 14 years, something like that. But I guess where it first started was uh, I was working in bars and then uh, we'd all, we were a bunch of, uh, we did security and then we'd have like a Sunday night off so we'd go to this bar and they had karaoke and I started singing and then um, they were like, uh, <clears throat> I'd say I started singing uh, Are You Lonesome Tonight and and they, they liked it and then uh, so I started singing a bunch of other Elvis songs and then many years later me and my uh, girlfriend she was a traveling nurse, so we went to, to Vegas, and, uh, and I got some gigs out there doing some dancing. At that time, I was fancy dancing, eagle dancing, and doing shows up there, so she got a job out there, and I was going, so we got the, and so we went to this place called Elvis Arama. It's a little museum, and had a couple's cars, bikes, and a lot of his outfits, and and uh, so when you walk through it, then you go watch the Elvis impersonator, and and you come out, and there's a souvenir shop, and then there's a little, uh, little thing. We basically were trying to make it like his old uh, record uh, record where he recorded, but it was like a CD booth, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I did Are You Lonesome Tonight, and uh, the manager came out, and he said, I thought they might have turned the radio on or something. He goes, it just sounded like him. And I had a pompadour at the time. He goes, you kind of look like him. And uh, he goes, have you ever thought about doing it? And I was like, no way. <laughs> and um, and then I didn't have any other gigs for like a month or two. And it was around Christmas and I needed some money. And so I went back and I was like, I was like, well, how do I get into this? And I just went to the thrift store and bought uh, an old 50s. Back then I was younger, so I, I started doing the 50s Elvis. I can get away with it back then. But uh, so right now I'm, I'm at this. I'm a '70s Elvis, not the '71, <laughs> not the '77, not the 70, but the '70, actual '70. That's uh, I love jumpsuit Elvis. Just yeah. that's my favorite Elvis personally. So yeah, because it's man, <clears throat> the pizzazz, man. Yeah. You know? And then yeah, it was just it was just uh, after seven more months. Of, I think I stayed there doing that. And I had to come back to Oklahoma, so I came back here, and and it's been downhill ever since. I know. Right? I was like, had hey, he had to come back to Oklahoma. So, but you know, at the time, at the time, Elvis was or uh, Vegas was too much for me. Yeah, right? yeah. Hmm. It was Elvis. Right. 
Oh, the only two people know karate is. I mean, Elvis wasn't Elvis. Chinese and the King. Is is a who? Or is it just fancy dancing karate? Elvis. It was like a six six degree black belt in wow. Kempo. Whoa. Yeah. I actually knew that. Like Elvis? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, badass man. Yeah. Who? Some people said they gave him the belts. Yeah. Because he's Elvis, but. And he was the only guy that got into the White House with a gun. Right. That's cool. That is cool. And got a DEA. Yeah. <laughs> and <Bad>. was high. <laughs> <laughs> then Muhammad Ali gave him one of his uh, robes. And he's got to spar with Muhammad Ali. That's cool. So, and he's a marshal. And I used to always hear that he was supposed to be part Choctaw. Yep. But we know this Indian Elvis here is Choctaw. Is Choctaw. Yeah. 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 All right. Because yeah. <laughs> all the Cherokees like to say he's Cherokee. Oh. But he's from he's from I never Mississippi. That, he's from yeah. Mississippi. I always heard Choctaws Choctaw. are from Mississippi. Right. right. His mom looked Choctaw. She looked like <laughs> she looked like my Choctaw aunt Lahoma. <laughs> your mom looked Choctaw to me. <laughs> well, Elvis being Choctaw, all that. Yeah. Could you imagine Elvis? Uh, could Elvis um, stone dance? Could you imagine his lead? His thing, his leading would be a... Uh, Robert Cruel, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'd lead for him. <laughs> yeah, she'll second me. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> so do you have a favorite song, man? Oh, shoot. A lot of them. I mean, like I said, the first song I started doing was Are You Lonesome Tonight? And my shows, when I do my concerts, I love, I love, probably my best favorite song is uh, Suspicious Minds. Right, okay. Because if you see the videos, I mean, he moves a lot in a lot of them, but that specific, particular song is really choreographed. And he gets real low, and he's dancing, and he's doing kicks, and, you know, you know just... Uh, it, it, and believe it or not, those shows that I do, usually it depends, they're about an hour, an hour and a half. But uh, man, when after a show, it feels like I've, I've done like a bunch of squats or something. Yeah. I feel like I've been fancy dancing for an hour. I mean, because it, it gets energetic right, and moving yeah. and shaking. And and, uh, awesome. and I like to sing a lot of ballads because they don't have to move around as much, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Find those little tricks when you get older about what, what mm-hmm. to sing. And, yeah, I got you. That's awesome. <laughs> so do you get nervous when you walk on stage or? Uh, no, I never. No, I was about to say, how, how are the nerves when you yeah, have to do I, these I, things? Yeah, I get it. It's so weird because when I put on, especially in Vegas, like when I put on the outfit and then do the hair and and um, put on the sunglasses and or just, and then I hear that the beginning of the music, dun, 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 dun boom, 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 boom. And I'm walking up. And this is my first, when I started actually really doing Vegas uh, shows, that's when I first started feeling this. I was like, oh my God, this is exactly how Elvis felt or did. Right. Or, you know, I was like, man, I'm in like in the same shoes as he was. And then walking out and everybody applauding. And, you know, I know they're not applauding for me. They're applauding for the Elvis. But at the same time, and, you know, I get to sing and then they're... I was going to say, it's still you doing it, though. Yeah. You know, so but even it's, though... it's like the entity can't yeah, come Yeah, yeah. And actually, you know, the, the voice changes and, 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 and then the mood changes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then I start acting different. And, 
And even the way I talk and the walk, uh -huh. the way I walk, baby, you know, it's just all, it's all just kind of different, you know. Hell you know yeah. I love it. I love it. That's and you so see cool. some Elvis impersonators that really think, I don't want to be rude, but like they think they're better than they so are. So there's a shady under, there's a, yeah. there's an underbelly. Is there a shady yeah. underbelly of Elvis impersonators? That like is it a cutthroat world? That, like, yeah, is it is it a cutthroat yeah, world? Yeah, is there sabotage? Man, I tell you, there's some guys. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, I did this, I, I did this uh, contest. I can't say which one it is, but um, man, everyone, I got so many numbers. People's got my numbers, and and they're like, man, you're gonna win, you're gonna win, you're gonna win. And this other guy won, and he was all right. Yeah, but I judge other Elvises too. Right. And I thought, I know I sounded better than him. He, you know, he, he looked all right, you know. But and, and I know I'm not the top notch, you know. There's there's about two other guys that I think they're just that look and sound amazing, just like him, and you know, just looking like him. And I, I there's some things I, I got to alter. Sometimes I got to put a little makeup on and dye my hair because I'm I'm getting gray, and I put the sunglasses on. So when I do all that, I pretty much fit the image. And there's always three image. There's three things to make an Elvis impersonator. It's the it's the look, the sound, and the moves. Right. And I got the they got, they got the sound and the moves, and I'm I'd say about eighty percent on the looks. But yeah, there's some guys that are spot on in every category. Right. But there's yeah, there's a lot of people that are really Elvis fanatics and they're really crazy. You know, I watched this show where a documentary on this and. Cause I didn't know if I was crazy. And, uh, <laughs> and this just lady, had, you are crazy. Just had to make sure. Yeah. That, yeah, you have to double check. And this lady was like, or the, the interviewer was like, so if your wife told you you had to quit doing Elvis today or leave, which would you do? He goes, he goes, I'd have to leave. Because even your kids are like, yeah. And he goes, I don't know why. And I'm like, oh, I think you're crazy. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I just do it. I, I love doing it. I'm not like a fanatic. I'm not like going to get my ego hurt if someone's better than me or sounds better. I'm like, good for you. You yeah. know, and yeah. as long as I get to, you know, compete and do, you know, part. do my part. And, you know, uh, man, it's taken me. I went to do North Dakota uh, about a month ago. For the Sioux up there, and uh, man, they flew me out there. They put me in a nice hotel room with a big bathtub. I was just in there like I feel like I feel like, I feel like Al Pacino. This is my new hacienda. When the bubbles came out, like who's a little friend? But uh, yeah, and, and then you know, and then they they they. Paid me, but then they gave me an extra hundred dollars. So I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then, like, they paid for my flight. And then they gave me a, a quilt, a star quilt, uh, after I got through performing. And then one of the ladies, she came up with this wad of money. She put it, and, and our women do that too. They'll get these old women. They'll go and start putting money down my shirt, yeah. like I'm a stripper or something. <laughs> and it was like almost three hundred bucks there. I was like, "Hey," so I actually did pretty good. I'm putting one more for them. Yeah. Just like get a little more right there. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's looking a little light, ladies. Let's uh, make that a little greener. Build this Indian person. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had this one lady. Oh my gosh, she was like ninety-seven years old, uh -huh. and she was trying. She was trying to get me to go home with her. Oh, bless her heart. Aww. Yeah. How was it? And <laughs> so when I looked in the morning, you just ruined my joke. Sorry, man. Oh, sorry. 
But I'm good. But, but the thing <laughs> is, she whispered in my ear. She goes, "I'm not wearing any diapers." All right. <laughs> 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 and that's when I was supposed to come in and say, "But," and she wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't. Dang, Trish, wait a Dang, I'm sorry. Jump gun. Oh, yeah, yeah, dang, Trish. Dang, but sorry. Everybody heard, heard that did it, not me. I didn't do it. But I'll tell you one thing. It was funny. I was uh, actually for, I was at, uh, for a conference in Vegas at the at the uh, Jason O'Malley, and the Chiefs were there and stuff. Anyway, they had some, um, some people from uh, the Southwest, I want to say, probably Navajo or Hopi or something like that. Anyway, uh, this little girl comes up and pulls on my, you know, my outfit, and she's saying something in her language. And the guy that was uh, taking me around to these different shows, he was he starts laughing. I'm like, "What'd you say?" And he said that she said, his little girl, that uh, she said that my that her grandma has a picture of me in her bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was just so funny because that little girl does not have a clue who Elvis is right. or yeah. anything. She, knows she just sees grandma, me yep. and thinks I'm yeah. the guy in the picture in her grandma's uh, bedroom. What if you were the guy in the picture? And I might have been. You never know. <laughs> yeah. if, I wanted, if, she, if she was 97, there might be a chance that might be the same lady. <laughs> Maybe she was 95, <laughs> 94. She caught you in North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So, um, do you do, do you, I mean, do you still get a lot of gigs around here, or what's going that's on? That's what I'm saying. It's so funny. I can get gigs at casinos in Vegas and yeah. North Dakota and just everywhere. I can't even get a gig at my own tribe mm-hmm. at, at Creek or the Cherokee. Mm-hmm. Really? Walking? Well, not walking distance, but driving distance. I right. can't even get any gigs around here. And, but you can go somewhere else. But I, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, you know, if you didn't live here, they would pay you all the money you wanted to come yeah. back here. Yeah, yeah. And and actually, uh, Cherick or uh, Creek said that before. They said if uh, if if uh, you were from Vegas, yeah, I'm like, well, that's where I came from. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I was there. I, was, I came I here. So be, um, yeah, that's where all the Elvis impersonators start. Most of them. Now, what county are you originally from? Are you from? I'm from Tulsa. Oh, Tulsa. Okay. Well, I'm Choctaw, and my family's from Antlers, but my my mom moved up here to Tulsa when I was five. Okay. And I, like I said, I still got family down there, but uh, Tulsa's been my home. Nice. I've lived in Pennsylvania, I lived in Corpus Christi, Lawrence, Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> and then, of course, you know, Vegas for I think almost a little bit over a year. So, but Tulsa's always been my home. Okay. Just. Yeah. What so, do you plan on sticking it out here? Are you thinking about going somewhere else for more, like more work? Or? Well, um, we, you know, I, I do my dancing, my art, and the Elvis, and the flute playing, all the stuff. I only do it in segments. Gotcha. And I never let it grow. And, and like I said, I've been fortunate enough to get the gigs I've been, I've, I've gotten. But after this uh, coronavirus thing. I had a couple of uncles pass away, and I had some uh, friends pass away, and no. and then after I thought about it, <clears throat> you know, in the acting, my uncle told me I need to get a real job and you know get a trade, not to forget about this acting because I did that thirty years ago, and so after they all gone or left, uh, passed on, I thought you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna start living my dreams. So I quit my job, and I thought well, I'm gonna do my all my dancing. I do the fancy dance, eagle dance, hoop dance. I play flute, I'm going to do all of that, share it, you know, go back into schools and do that, start competing again, 
and um, I've been riding bike all year, getting in shape since the COVID. And then uh, with the Elvis, I said, I'm going to go full force and uh, try to get back out there. And I miss some opportunities. I was supposed to be on a commercial I didn't know was real for AT&T or Verizon. And they wanted the Indian Elvis, they had a black Elvis, they had an Asian Elvis, and they had a Italian Elvis, and they had a white Elvis. Oh. And then they went Indian Elvis, and I didn't know it was real. And <laughs> and I kind of forgot about it. Right. And I didn't really have any videos or any really good stuff to send them anyway. Yeah. And I kind of forgot about it. And about a month later, I saw this commercial, and it had all the Elvises on there. I was like, and they were like, yeah, we're going to pay, we'll fly up to California, and we'll pay you $20,000 if we use you. And I was like, yeah, I missed it. So that's why I was like, you know, I could have had opportunities. I could have done more things, but I was always, I didn't have enough videos, didn't have enough concerts, didn't have, and so that's why I'm like, I'm going to go full force. Yeah. And then I haven't really done the art too much too, so that's what I'm doing. So like, I have a set schedule, like I'll practice some of my dances in the morning, and then I'll go to do another thing, and then I'll come and practice art for an hour, and go ride bike for about two to three hours, and... You know, so I'm trying to get a set schedule and, and then take it out there and be prepared. And oh, whatever. that's awesome. Double down, man. Do yeah, it, man. Yeah. Do it. I'm, yeah. I'm rooting for I you, mean, man. Yeah. I don't know what tomorrow's yeah. going to bring. Yeah. I'm going to live my life to the fullest today. Well, now it's going to bring a podcast because you need to start a podcast. Because yeah. this, yeah. is, this is I it. I got my little microphone. I mean, this is it. This is yeah. all you need right yeah. here. This little adapter's going to probably be the hardest part to find. And that's to be able to hook it up to your phone. Other than that, man, I, f I think you should do it. I think you have a good story to tell, and I think you'd be interesting to listen to. So, a hundred percent, you need to start. And you got, you already, I mean, you already got the mic. You might as well just do it. But okay. yeah, I saw that mic the other day in the back of my trunk because I was moving some stuff around, and I was like, I never did anything with this, and it's, it was given to me. And they said it was like a four or five hundred dollar microphone at the time. Uh, at the time, probably yeah. Uh, not so much now. They're, they've come down a little bit, but I mean they're they're affordable. Yeah, I know. It, yeah, because I took affordable. it to pawn shop. There was only like, fifteen bucks for it. Yeah, that sounds about right. No. You have the voice for it though. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I used to do uh, announcing. I used to be the okay. I know it sounds funny, but I used to be the uh, Michael or the Indian Michael Buffer. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, back when I used to box. And then uh, we'd have like boxing exhibitions and fights, so they'd have me announce it. And so they're like, kind of do like that Michael Buffer thing. So I'm like, and now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's get. A and I can't say the other thing, but right, yeah, 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 yeah. right. But yeah. I'd say, let's get ready to party. Yeah, ah, let's get ready to party. Let's get ready you know, yeah, yeah. Awesome, we need that for the beginning of our podcast. Yeah, and and when I do my shows, I'll have a mic already out there, and I'll have a mic with me. So when it starts up, goes dun 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 dun, and I'm like, and now, and then I love this thing because I I announce myself, but I go, and now, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming to the center stage the most anticipated entertainer of all time. <laughs> Voted world's best Indian Elvis by Elvis Enterprises. A legend in his own mind. A rebel <laughs> without a clue. Self-proclaimed Casanova of the Native American world. And now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Indian Elvis. You know, and then if I start fighting. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I know.
know they're listening because when I say when I say uh, self-proclaimed Casanova of the Native American world, and they start laughing, then I know they're listening. They're listen yeah. <laughs> self-proclaimed. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Man. That's awesome. <laughs> but I hope so, stuff like this and getting around more, and, and I love doing it. And you know, I just want to, and I, I think when I do shows, I bring some happiness to it. Yeah. You know, and I'll. You know, I'll, I'll pick someone that's looking down or shy, and I'll get up right in the corner of the stage, and and I'll get them to look at me, and I'll be teasing them. I'm like, Myers up here, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and they get so embarrassed, they about laugh. Yeah, and, yeah. So. That's awesome. So what did you do last night, girl? Man, I snagged Native Elvis. I snagged Native Elvis, man. He, he, he got me. <laughs> and it's so funny because this character comes out. Yeah. This kind of egocentric not really egocentric, kind of loving egocentric character. We did this uh, thing called Res Cops, and they, it's a little video, and they pulled me over, and I don't know where all this stuff came from, but I was, he was like, can you step out of the car? I'm like, don't be cool, baby, you know? And I'm like, what's the problem here, you know? And, and they're like, well, do you have a license? And I'm like, no, but I got a, I'm a marshal status by Nixon. And I was like, where did that come from? And it's true, yeah. and I have it in the mind, but I never would think of something like that, and it just came out. And then they're like, I'm loved all over the world by all the native girls, you know? And I'm like, where'd that come from? You know? And it's just, yeah, just That's stuff. Awesome. I love that, Elvis, yeah. Elvis is telling you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Elvis is talking to me, baby. There you yeah. go. But it's so funny because all this, and so when we did that video, they sent it off to get edited, and they said, I didn't have to edit that, you know? And oh, I just, that's cool. And yeah. I didn't know where all this stuff was coming from. Yeah. It was, you know, just, it wouldn't me, because if I thought about it, I'd be like, let me see, what I got, you know? But with the suit and the and yeah, Brennan showed us, wasn't it? That was yeah, I, think so. yeah. Native, yeah. I know Native Elvis like well, or Indian Elvis like what, what, wait, yeah. what is it? Yeah, we were pretty blown. We looked we up another that. Indian Elvis and it was actually like India. Yeah, India yeah, yeah. yeah. Was like, like don't be cool, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly. <laughs> that's how we were. I must have up. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't sound racist. No, 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 it's all good. Oh, man. But, you know, um, Indian Elvis really does bring joy to all different ages, like teenagers to elders, because, um, you know, Mike and I have been friends for a long time, and we've also worked together with my catering stuff. Um, we worked together for a friend of mine. Uh, she became a friend of mine. She started out as a customer, and it was for her daughter's high school graduation. And she brought all her family from New Mexico in, and um, they rented out Stokely and had a big party. And I did the food, and Mike or Indian Elvis was there, and <clears throat> it was the highlight of the night for um, her mother. Her mother was an elderly woman that. Um, spoke mostly um, Navajo and she just was in love I mean it was supposed to be <clears throat> the daughter's big night you know she was graduating high school and all her little high school friends were there but they were just as excited about Elvis who hasn't had any music on the radio since the 70s you know I mean new music and right. he's been gone since then but yet they were excited and they all wanted to take pictures with him and you know, grandma, aunties, everybody all wanted to, and it was I so fun. About that. Yeah, that was like what twenty twelve. I don't know. It was a while ago, but 
it was a lot of fun and um, just seeing seeing Indian Elvis bring bring all the ages like yeah. really all the ages together like the granddaughter and the grandma were all yeah. excited and and you gotta think some of the yeah. people didn't get to see him yeah. in person and now <laughs> you come out and you do such a good job at it that it makes them feel like they got to see that now mm -hmm. it's a little you know a little joy that they get they get from whenever they were younger or something yeah yeah and a lot of times you know when i you know when i do a show you know um you know, just say an hour show. I'm like, okay, I'll do it for 200 bucks. And they're like, oh, that's a lot. And, mm -hmm. you know, so I'm going to do this one show next week for 100. But hopefully they'll like, okay, we'll want you back and we'll pay you more next time. Right. Because right. people don't understand the time. Like like I said, you know, the choreographed uh, show of, of just that one song of uh, Suspicious Minds, you know, mm -hmm. knowing where to, when to go down how slow to come up, how far to go down, when to spin around, when to kick, you know, when to do your arms, you know, that's all. And if you see different videos of the same song, it's the same choreograph and throughout his concerts. And so just learning that alone and learning how he moves and uh, just, you know, you could do uh, Are You Lonesome Tonight a regular way or you could do it the, the one where he's like, you know, uh, standing without any hair, you know, and talking about, you know, and he's laughing and, and he's uh, busting up on that one. So, you know, you have to know all the aspects. And I do feel like I do train hard to do that, to feel like, you know, you'll. I had this one lady, she said that, uh, she said, man, I closed my eyes and it was like he was there. Yeah. And I was like, wow. That's awesome. Thank mm -hmm. you. Yeah. And she goes, I looked up and he was there and she said she saw him. You know, in uh, 76, I think, just the year before he died. And, uh, and yeah, I've run into so many people that they're like, oh, I saw him twice, you know. And I had a lady, and I did a, like, a retirement home. And this lady, I swear, she thought I was him. She goes, you still got my, I still got your records. And remember me? You met me three times. And I was like, I don't know this lady. And, I, and then they're like, well, she's got, you know. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And she, she actually... She's looking right at me, but she's thinking I'm here. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, if I can bring something, yeah, and I get the benefit of it because <clears throat> I get to feel like a king for that hour, and you know, just uh, and the way people treat me afterwards or before, like they treat me like a king, you know. Yeah. Like I said, when I got hotels, they're like and laid out and everything, and uh, you know, it's just pretty cool. I was like, I'm just I'm just Michael Loman, but you know. But they're like, no, you know, but it's just, it's just really cool. That's awesome, man. Somewhere out there, there's an Indian James Brown. They're going to be poking beards. <laughs> What's what old James Brown doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here, Elvis? This is my game, you know? <laughs> That'd be... <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I also do Indian uh, Johnny Cash, too. Oh, yeah? Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Indian Elvis, Indian Johnny, Indian Johnny Cash, Indian Michael Buffer. And I'm going to go into comedy. I'm going to do Indian Rodney Dangerfield. Hey, all right. I'll tell you what. My wife, she's afraid of the dog. Now she saw me naked. Now she's afraid of life. I'll tell you what. Yeah. No, I'm teasing about that. But... No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Indian Cheech and Chong. Hey. I like it. I love that get up. I love them shoes, man. Have you ever done a performance of blue suede shoes? No. 
Okay. You can buy me some. That's just there you go. <laughs> Get this man some blue suede shoes and he'll, he'll perform them. Yes. I just figured you had blue suede shoes at least once. How'd you decide to like design your outfit like that? Actually, this is what this outfit my mother made. Yeah, it looks so. I know. Because so I could not yeah. afford this outfit. Um, so this is actually from when I say I'm from the seventy, not seventies, but seventy Elvis, not seventy-one, not seventy-seven, but seventy. This is his actual uh, style. That I mean, he had a couple different jumpsuits, right? But this is comes from nineteen seventy. Okay. And um, it, you know, he, he had the uh, I made the belt and I did the the conchos on the side, of the leg and the arm, and uh, but my mom did the whole outfit. So she's in the process of making me another one. And we didn't know, I was going to try to buy some uh, applique or uh, ribbon work, but they were all sold out, you know, because of the time of season. Mm -hmm. So uh, I thought, well, I still want to, I want an Indian outfit, like something we created our own. So while we were at Sharps in uh, Hunt City, mm. we saw this, uh, it's, it's, just, it's just fabric, but it looked like beadwork. Mm -hmm. So she folded it and she's gonna sew it to the side. So wherever you see the concho on this one, it's gonna be that fabric. Oh, it's gonna look like beadwork. Nice. You know, and I just wanted something that yeah, I, you know, just says Indian Elvis. Now Indian El or Elvis does have a. It's called the old Indian jumpsuit, and it has uh, some feathers on it, and it's it's like some cheesy looking beadwork. It's not traditional, but right, you know, right. but it still looks pretty cool. But yeah. anyway, that was his. Uh, but I just thought, well, you know, I'm Indian Elvis. I could kind of create my own little yeah. Indian outfit, too. So yeah, that's what we're doing. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Shout out to mom. Yeah. Yeah. She did a great job. Yeah. It's a great white, looking outfit. White too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did my uh, my fancy dance outfit, too. So, I mean, yeah, she's, she's... They're really close. Whenever you see him out a lot at a lot of different things, art shows, like the art shows I have, you know, his mom's with him and... They, they do a lot of things awesome. together. And I always see us together like, like oh, what? You look like your mom. I'm like, hey, don't talk to her about, don't talk to her about like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people think, they'll say that we look alike. That's awesome. Well, is there, <clears throat> dang, I forgot what I was going to say. I kind of, I kind of got a mind hiccup. I was choking on a little bit of hammer. Is there me. another gig you're getting ready to do soon? Uh, you well, you know. Um, yeah, is there anything coming up you want to? Well, I don't have anything big coming up, but uh, there's drinks behind you in that nice chest. I don't have anything like a big concert coming up, but I, on the side, I do uh, just to keep money flowing. I do what they call singograms. Oh, okay. So what I'll do, like I just got a call today, so Monday I'm gonna go to this uh, uh, salon, and it's a girl's birthday. So I'm gonna walk in there dressed up as Elvis, the hair and everything, the sunglasses and the guitar. So I'm gonna walk in and I'll, I'll play this one bit that sounds like the beginning of his, you know, concert. Mm -hmm. And then I'll, you know, play a song, uh, two songs. Then since it's her birthday, the third song I'll be playing "Happy Happy Birthday Baby." It's a song I used to sing back yeah. in the day. And then um, give her a scarf and a kiss if she's single. Or <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Pass us some cards, hope we we'll get some more gigs that way. So how much is that? And tell yeah. us how to reach well, you for that. You know, I, I was... Uh, I and don't be cheap. I got the idea <laughs> um, because when I came back from Oklahoma, I thought, well, I'll, I'll do uh, 
I'll do singograms because I, I don't think I'm bet good enough for concerts at the time, you know. But uh, to, you know, around here. But so I was, I was like, I was doing acapella, and the girlfriend I had at the time, uh, I was like, I should get like a little music box with a microphone. I said, like, but that looked cheesy, you know. And, and so I came home one day. She had a guitar for me, brand new one, and uh, I was like. What am I supposed to do with this? I don't know how to play. She was like, no one knows how to play. Yeah. And I went to, I, I you know, I, I, heard, I, I don't know how I learned, but I know I had to learn some way, but I knew he had three chords, and then I just started playing those three chords, and then it just, just progressively learned this song, learned that song. I'm self-taught. Nice. And then, um, you know, like today, I was thinking, you know what? I need to learn that one song, so I just pulled up YouTube mm -hmm. and started learning how to play it. And so that's basically how I learned some of the songs. So it's really hard. Some of the songs are really hard because they're not out, they're out of that three chords. But do you use guitar tap by chance? No, I don't no? know what that is. Okay. I okay. don't even know what that's I don't right. even know what chords are. I'm I'm self taught too. Yeah, I'm like, like Phoebe yeah. from Friends. This is the old lady. This is the <laughs> yeah. bear claw. You know, that's, my, I don't know the name of the chords. My Smelly K. My one yeah. only lesson I got was from my cousin, who was a who was a classically trained guitar player. And I'm like, great, I'm going to be amazing at this because he's going to teach me. He came over drunk one night and said, you got to learn Stairway to Heaven or you're not a real guitar player. And then he left. That was the last. <laughs> so I swore I swore that day I will never learn that song. I'll never learn Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> well, I'm still me. a guitar player. I thought you were going to say, so I learned it overnight. No, no. <laughs> I they they don't allow that. I learned a little bit. But yeah, you can't play it at most most uh, most stores. They don't like yeah, it. Yeah, they won't let you play it. Just no, like, no like at karaoke's that you can't sing a... Uh, What's that one song that takes 15 minutes? Um, is it the In the Garden of Eden or whatever? Uh, in, in the Garden of Eden? No, I can't no? remember. No. So I had it in memory. That song's like 10 minutes long, I think. November Rain? That's like 12 yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you, you, can, you, can't play, you, yeah. you can't play that. Leonard Skinner. Skinner. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's, you, you free can't bird? Play. No yeah. free bird? No oh, free bird. You can't, do that in the, you can't do that in karaoke's. They Plus, won't I mean, come on. And They're you can't like do those. Stairway to Heaven in guitar centers yep. or guitar places. Some places joke around, they have to sign up to say no no Stairway to Heaven, and some guys will be like, oh, you can't play that. Yeah. Oh, they'll come over and stop it. Yeah, yeah. Not here, my friend. Yeah, you don't play <laughs> that here. Oh, man. All right. Isaiah? What? Oh no, I was just reading this card here and I'm having a Mountain Dew for the first time. A regular Mountain Dew for the first time in a minute. And the caffeine is starting to kick up. And um, I'm sitting next to Indian Elvis. I'm pretty excited about it. I want to know if you like Lilo and Stitch or um, 3,000 Miles to Graceland because I love that movie. <laughs> Did you just ask me like Lilo and Stitch? Well, that's the only centered around Elvis, isn't it? <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> That's the greatest answer you can say. I guess I don't three thousand miles Graceland though. All right, well, we'll get somewhere. There you go. It's like, are there like conventions like that? Like, is there a whole bunch of people that dress up and go to these things? Because oh yeah, okay. Well, that and getting back to what we were, I got to yeah, the track. Um, but so. I was watching, I was like, well, let me see what these other Elvis impersonators do. And they had some singergrams on YouTube. And this guy, yeah, he, he didn't have any, hardly any hair. And he was pale, like, you know, like white powder. 
And then his outfit, it looked like he just rented it from the costume store. And then he had the little box with the microphone. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, for Valentine's Day, for $75, he'll come up and sing a Valentine's song. And you get a balloon and, you know, and uh, and then you hear this guy sing. And I was like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> I was like, are you really trying to sell this, you know? And I thought, well, at least if he could do it for 75 I could do it for 75 There you go. So, there you go. Uh, I think that's kind of fair. You know, it's like traveling and stuff unless you're out of town of Tulsa or something but uh, so what I do like I said I'll, what I do is for for 75 bucks I'll dress up as Elvis and I'll, I'll give you a scarf and I'll sing you three songs and so if it's your birthday I'll sing happy happy birthday baby if it's a love song I'll sing a love song or if you, you know like I said if it's you know just any occasion I can just come up and uh, just sing a couple songs and take a couple pictures and be out of your hair in 15 minutes or less We need to find a real Oh, that's a good advertisement. 50 minutes or less, 75 bucks. So was... That's a heck of a deal. How <laughs> does that get a hold of you, Mike? Yeah. Oh, well, you can reach me at IndianElvis at Yahoo.com, and that's letter N, letter D, letter N, Elvis at Yahoo.com, or you can reach me at area code 918 613 And you're single, right? And I am. <laughs> you are saying, I mean, you said. Right, Saturday, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so for Saturday the scouts that are looking for a hot Indian Elvis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, yeah. You know, even, yeah. even though I'm Indian Elvis, it doesn't. It just doesn't. Just strictly for Indian people. It's for it's non-Indians. For all, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I even sing for a blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman before. And, <laughs> this is, I was singing a Christmas song. I was like, I'm dreaming of a white woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, just like the ones I used to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <dang>. Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a taste. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Never came back. <laughs> Left the village and well, I came back. But since <laughs> there is village, I'm talking about. Oh, I'm back there. Left the village, never came back. Yeah, that's where I live though. Oh, but I'm back now. Well, I live there now. Watson Street Raiders. Watson Street Raiders. <laughs> Me and my niece and nephew's gang. <laughs> that I just made up on the car ride here. <laughs> they don't know they're in the gang. Yet. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna find out. Oh, you guys are gonna watch the street race. By the way, we started a gang. <laughs> uh, See, I can do that. And then gang. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then Elvis, and then Johnny Cash, and then Michael Buffer, and then yeah, yeah. Ronnie, and then and then gang. Oh man! So like, if you played Rodney Dangerfield and you had to play like Back to School, Ooh. Shakespeare for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to be Sam Kinison. We have nice patties. Because Truman was too much of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so I oh, see. You, I see you're getting some guitar. You got oh, this one here. Whoa. What you got here? Wow. This is what you call guitar. Hey. 
What blood brain is this now? It's a. Uh, it's a beautiful guitar. Epiphone. Epiphone. Okay, I, I couldn't see. All I saw the, was the bottom part right here. Gotcha. See, Elvis, Elvis uh, played the Gibson, and so Epiphone. Epiphone was made by Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. And they kind of arranged it similar, mm -hmm. like his. I can't remember what kind of what brand it is, but they kind of arranged it similar to what the Gibson, like he played yeah, back then. Yeah. I got a cousin named Elvis Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> There nice. used to be an Elvis Watashi here in Glenpool. Oh yeah? Uh-huh. Oh, he, yeah. he worked at the school for lots of years. Oh, it's not a joke? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> 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 Wait for the punchline. Oh, he's working at school. Yeah, sorry. Oh, really that worked. was the punchline. No, <laughs> and so, oh, and I'm also doing some, some movies now, too, so. Yeah? Oh, yeah, so hopefully... You know, um, the movies, like I said, when I go around and talk to kids at the schools and do the dancing and stuff, I try to, like when I do the hoop dance, I'll say, this hoop represents your homework, this hoop represents a bully, this hoop represents, you know, uh, trying to get up on time and, you know, and I'll tell them about the hoop dance story. But, you know, see me on the big screen, I guess, if you will, even if, you know, I think that might even get their attention more. Like, well, yeah. yes, I've seen him on this movie. Maybe I'll listen to him better. Right. Or, or he's Elvis or, you know, and and, uh, and I don't know why, but, you know, kids have always kind of been my focal point of trying to reach out to them so they could uh, grow up strong and grow up healthy mentally and emotionally and uh, kind of understand about, you know, I think if they understood about bullies, you know, and say, well, they're... You know, hurt people hurt people. So when they're yep. bullying, yep. that means there might be something going on in their family or something mm -hmm. that they, or you know, then you can, then they can kind of better understand them, and then the bully themselves would be like, oh crap, they understand me. I better behave, you know, or something, you know. So, right. And uh, they so, cut me deep. And then, so in this movie with the uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, I, I got. I'm a football player there. I'm a car driver, and I'm a golfer, and I'm an extra. But I don't have any speaking roles. And I got this other movie lined up, and I'll have a speaking role. And I can't say, I'm not supposed to say anything about it, but uh, um, I'll be having the Elvis do with the with the sideburns and the sunglasses. I can tell you that. But it's not yeah. anything about Elvis. It's just, okay. it's just it's, actually, it's going to be kind of like, it's not about me or anything, but I get to, it's basically, I'm just being me through this whole movie. Oh, and I'll cool. have a speaking role. And that's all I can say. That's awesome. And then after that, I got this movie... Uh, uh, did you ever hear about the uh, the Chinese airliner that crashed in 1977 in the Himalayas? Well, Sounds they crashed, familiar. and they all survived, but they didn't get rescued till a month later. Okay. So they had to resort to cannibalism yeah, to survive. Yeah. Can you imagine Sarah, that eating Chinese for a month? <laughs> <laughs> well, after you eat one, you're just gonna want to eat another one. <laughs> You're gonna get hungry again later. <laughs> That's not filling at all. So let's all be honest here. I'm gonna eat it at five. And I'm gonna want to eat again at seven. Now, if you eat put MSG in it, it's get nauseous. It's terrible, man. Chinese food. Making Chinese food jokes. I heard Chinese food in China is way different than so Chinese food in America. Is that true? Anybody else? What is it? Ch Chinese food is different. In America? No, in China. Oh, of course it is. And in America. Yeah. Yeah. It's like saying it's like saying our Mexican food is Mexican food. Mm -hmm. I love Mexican pizza. You, have you ever had Mexican pizza? I have. You know how they slice it here in Tulsa? How's that? 
with Little Caesars. <laughs> yes. I, I was telling show. all these jokes to these girls before you guys got here. She goes, he would love that. I was yeah. like, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to fit hey. it back in. Hey, yeah. That's yeah. Still awesome. funny. We're still, still good. Yeah. yeah, still good. But you got at least you got to like tacos too, right? Uh, yeah, tacos okay. are life. Because if you didn't like tacos, I'm not your friend. <laughs> yes. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Is there anything you can't do in Den Elvis? You're so funny. No, I don't know. You can sing, act. <laughs> paint. Paint. Uh, make flutes. Make no, flutes. No, I can, I can oh, play, play it. Flutes. I can play it, but I can't make it. Oh. Yep. So. Uh, speaking of which, not to detract you from what you're doing, but you know, at my Native American Christmas market that I have, uh, he What's has. That? It'll be Saturday, December 4th this year. But Indian Elvis, uh, oh, it wasn't Indian Elvis, it was Michael Loman. But did come and play um, the flute there for everybody and blessed us um, a couple of times, I believe. And your mother was with you. I always appreciate you coming. (laughs) (laughs) Should have paid my way in. (laughs) (laughs) Drive me. (laughs) Buy my Indian taco. Whatever. I fed you. (laughs) Shut up. But, now you know why my mom's always with me because she has to pay for everything where I go. <laughs> you give me rides there. But you, That's why I need some more gigs, people. You heard him. Call him. Call, call him. him. So seriously, everybody wants, seriously, everybody wants to complain about nobody hires Indians, nobody does this. You know, oh, they have this person or that person that's not even Indian or, you know, they're just a card carrier. But... Nobody wants to pay Indians. People want Indians to do stuff. They want Indians to do shit for free or for a discount or, you know. The hookup? Like, yeah. like The hookup culture? Yeah, like Indians. Wait, that's a whole different, wait, 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 wait. That's a whole different kind of yeah. culture. <laughs> <laughs> that's different, the They're in that culture, culture too. Whoa, wait a <laughs> minute. They're in that Whoa, culture. I'm going the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but seriously, like we have a have a great Indian Elvis and um, you have a great voice you have a beautiful voice you're handsome you're good looking oh you're just saying that because it's true (laughs) (laughs) you're very nice you know you're always on time early you know people should pay you you know it's going to be fried bread Ah. (laughs) and it was free yeah (laughs) but seriously you know like we talked about at the beginning of the show tribe saying oh well we would pay you if you were from here from Vegas, yeah yeah well why he wants to live here where his family is yeah. can you not pay there's him there's no other indians in vegas yeah. I mean, there is but not well, no other indian elvises in vegas right yeah or there might be the india like we talked about <laughs> How do they, play your casino? they don't have uh, this is what gets me about tribes uh they'll shell out all this money for people non-native entertainment and don't blink an eye and don't question and don't negotiate their prices. But whenever it's somebody with the last name, you know, that's similar to theirs or somebody that they know, oh, that's so-and-so from such I'm not going to pay to see yeah. somebody from yeah. a yeah. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'm not going to pay so-and-so, you know. Yeah. Oh, I went to school with him or, you know, oh, he dated my cousin or, you know, whatever. There's always not some reason. anybody's cousin. <laughs> 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 you know why? No. Did you ever say I dated your cousin? You were lying. 
Because they're my cousin too, you know. <laughs> he just don't remember. <laughs> oh my god, I had, I had this friend the other night. He's called me, he's all drunk and crying around. I was like, What's the matter? He goes, Man, I feel bad. I was like, What happened? He goes, Man, I kissed my I kissed my third cousin tonight. I was like, Well, quit counting them. Well, go on. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You're right." And uh, <laughs> oh my god! And like I said, you know, with all this stuff, I had this weird way of thinking. I could be, we could just be talking about something, and I'll end up throwing something just totally off, off kilt, and and uh, and so yeah, there's something wrong with me, you know, <laughs> but. That's, I think that's why uh, I love just conversing and, and you know entertaining. And uh, like I said, when I'm when I'm performing Elvis, I'm not just performing Elvis. I'm you know I might come out with something like a little joke or something, or you know or do something. And, and uh, I just feel like I just want people to walk away like they feel like they had a, like I, I I was closest I was to to Elvis, you know, because like I said, our generation. Well, I was six or seven when he died and it was 1977 or oh, six so and it was so funny it was not funny but it was weird because the the Tulsa paper at the time I can't remember it was Tulsa Tribune or Tulsa World or whatever but they had this my mom showed me I don't know why I remember this and there was a big picture that took almost the whole page that you folded of a picture of Elvis kind of dressed up like you know in the 77 outfit and it says Elvis dies at 42 you know and she goes, do you know who Elvis is? And I was like, yeah, that's that guy who goes, honka, 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 you know? <laughs> and I never thought years later I'd be impersonating him or, or become <laughs> yeah. even a fan, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just so funny. I've, you know, I met, uh, I had a friend that worked for KBOO, and we went to, uh, to she wanted me to go to with her to the Loretta Lynn concert. And I was like, I was, you know, like, well, she's a, she's a legend of country. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't want And I went anyway. And then I became a fan of hers. Yeah. And so, and then she talked about how she knew Elvis. She was this dress is a resemblance of what Elvis would have wore back in the day. And she was talking about how heavy it is. And it was so cool because I, you know, my mom was a was a fan of hers. So I bought my mom this. It was like a fifty, or like I think it was like twenty discs, fifty songs of hers. And so when my friends over there interviewing her, and we're kind of sitting back watching, and she goes, "Oh, there's your friends," and you know, she was like, "Yeah," and she was. She was. She looks at it. She goes, "Y'all come over here," you know. <laughs> so we went over there, and uh, <laughs> and she said, "Oh, you bought my CDs." And I said, "Well, actually, it's from mom," and she signed it. That's awesome. So I was able Aww. to give it to my mom for her birthday, signed by Laura Lynn. Hell yeah! And you know, and like I said, and just her actions uh, of of being there and being present with us and being, you know, and I was like, "Now you just made another fan." Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and I hope I can do that with someone else. You know, yeah. not just with me, oh, yeah. but as as Elvis. And um, and I remember, you know, going back to the flute days. I was playing flute at uh, the Choctaw Nation Labor Day Festival, and I was supposed to be acting. And so I brought this outfit, and they said they want to see what I want to wear, what I'm going to wear on stage. And they saw my flute, and they said, "Oh, what is that?" And I said, "This is a flute." And they said, "Oh, play something." So I played a little something. And they said. Hey, we have an opening for an hour on stage. And as a little kid, I was like, I always wanted to be on that amphitheater stage. And here I was. So when I got out there, they're like, and Michael Loman, you know, I go out there and there was like 
like a couple, like a teenage couple sitting there, like they're like 14 making out. And they had a, a grandma with her two little uh, grandchildren and uh, someone asleep, you know. And and I thought, oh, this is not my dream. I'm, I'm only playing for these people. <laughs> and I thought, you know, you know what? I'm, I'm up here on stage and I'm just going to give it my all. Yeah. So I closed my eyes and I started playing. I'm really playing. I'm playing my heart out. And, man, it seems like it goes by, like, in 10 minutes. And yeah. next thing you know, I hear someone go, Mr. Loman, you got you got 10 more minutes. And I was thinking, it's been an hour already? I'm like, well, I guess I went through all these songs. And and then I opened my eyes, and the whole amphitheater of the seats were filled. And they had they put the, they put the uh, TV on me. So the big screens, the screens were, like, huge. I don't know if you've ever been to Tuscaloma, but those screens are huge. And I could see there's people behind people behind people behind people like after yeah. you know and I thought wow they really listened to me I really made you know so I was like trying to make it real good at the end and I ended it and then it got all quiet and I was like oh maybe I was really bad and then it just went you know and applause and everything yeah, yeah. and I was like wow cool you know and this I get this just for playing flute. So then they walked me back. He's like, hey, Mr. Loma, we're going to give you a room back here so you, can, you and your family can sit down. So, and it was hot, you know, being Labor Day. So my family, I'm t- I know I'm talking, telling the story long. But my family comes back there, and my uncle's like, hey, can I get a Sprite? And I said, I, I know they have one in the kitchen. So I went there, and there's this guy bent over in these overalls in the refrigerator getting all the water out. So I kind of walk over there, and... And he hands me a water over the, he's, he's in the refrigerator, and the refrigerator's open, and I'm on the other side, he hands me a water, he goes, here, young buck, take these. And then he comes up, and it's Willie Nelson. What? Oh, see, I was never a fan of his. Right. I didn't know him. And, and he thought I worked there. So he's like, <laughs> help me take these waters to my, you know, my, he had a big bus, they had like two or three buses. And so I walked his bus, and. He, he was going to give me some money. He's like, hey, give this kid some money. And I said, no, I don't want your money. And he goes, well, we're going to tip you for your service. And I said, I don't work here. And he goes, oh, well, what do you do? And I said, well, I was playing flute earlier. And he was like, <laughs> he was like oh, we actually sat outside and listened to you. Oh, that's and he cool. goes, these other guys didn't get to hear you. Will you go get your flute and play again? So I go in, grab my flute, and tell my, you know, tell my family, hey, I'm going to play for Willie Nelson. They're looking at me like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll be right back. And so I go down and uh, get in this uh, bus and I, you know, play a song or two and they're all like, yeah, it's cool. And he goes, well, I'll trade you since you played a song for me, I'll play a song for you. And the only song I knew of him was, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the song now, but, uh, and I knew he was something great, just like I knew Loretta Lynn was yeah. something great, but I yeah. wasn't a fan. And he picks up this old guitar, and I'm thinking, man, he's got this bus, and he's supposed to be, the, and he's got this old ratted old, uh, yeah. guitar with a hole right here, and it seemed like there was a rubber band or something holding together or something. I don't know. <laughs> and I was thinking, what, you know? And he starts playing, and and he and he plays. He goes, oh, I don't want to play that song. I want to play this song for you. And he plays "Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain," oh. and oh my God, I was wow. like, oh, and his fingering. I'm I'm still not at that level, but. Just him playing and everything, and his voice. Yeah. And I thought he, I thought he had a bad voice, but he was sounded <laughs> good, and his guitar was, you know, magnificent. Wow. And then, you know, and I was like, wow, I'm a fan now. 
And then he asked me if I wanted to get high with him, but I couldn't. Because <laughs> this is a podcast, so I'll tell you about that on podcast. Yeah. All right, we got a really yeah. story. But yeah. I couldn't get, because my family was there, and I didn't want to come back all high and weird okay. and stuff, so I didn't do it. Wow. But I had my chance. I should have done it so. Like at least I think that my parents and my family would understood now. Like, you know, I, you, you stayed true to what you were yeah. doing. But yeah. Hey, that's I, awesome. I was gonna say if you're gonna sing a song, let's wait uh, like a like 45 seconds, and I'm gonna start. And then I'll start a next. We can only record for hour segments, and then I'll start a next one up, and then I'll, that way I don't because I don't I don't want you to start, and then I gotta. <laughs> Hold on a second. Pause that. <laughs> Pause on yeah. you real quick. Now, yeah, we want to hear you sing. Yeah, for real. So let's uh, let's just part kill one. Thirty seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah, we'll Monday. We Monday listeners. Uh, we gotta wait till Friday. Yeah. To get the get the second part. So eat it. You hear the plucking? You gotta wait though. <laughs> you don't get it today. Plug it in a check and you gotta wait till Friday. You <laughs> I'm trying to think how that song goes. Oh, you hear that? Right. Do, do you hear that though? You don't now. Bye.